0: Welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 171, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about nostalgia for the past. I've been really kind of having some episodes of that lately. And so I thought I would just talk about that and kind of, I thought it was fun to do a little research and is there like a purpose for this? why do we do it? That's what we're going to talk about today. I hope everybody is doing well. We are almost a President's Day weekend, which is fun. Nice to have some time off, which means we're like to the middle of February. Gosh, it is just flying by. Oh my goodness. I'm kind of glad. We had a couple like really spring-like days last week and it really was like, oh, I was looking forward to it and I just wanted like Cleveland to be a place just for like maybe a more extended time where we could have like 60 degree weather like all of spring not just for like a couple days and then go back to winter but anyway it would be cool but we're back it's a little bit cold got some wind going on today not a lot of snow though I know you all are like dying to know what Cleveland weather is like, but there you go. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to talk about nostalgia and this sort of was prompted when I watched The Adam Project with my family, which is a great movie, by the way. It's on Netflix and it is about this guy who comes back from the future to his past and it's like his 12 year old self and Walker Scobel, who we have a little bit of an obsession in our house right now because of Percy Jackson and all that stuff so we've been watching anything he's in and I was so happy. There's a lot of great people in the cast Walker Scobell, Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo, Zoe Saldana. Just like really great cast. And then also a really good message. It's all about kind of like not playing with the past, but then coming back and like facing your past self and you have like thoughts about how you were. So it's just really interesting how both the young character who meets his older self kind of sees who he's become and maybe has a little hope for that even though everything kind of goes back to where it was but then the older self kind of sees his younger self a little differently than how he perceived himself but there was this one scene where they go back in time and I don't know what it was I was just like oh my gosh wouldn't it be so fun to just go back to a certain day and just like watch everything and see what's going on and it just made me long for the crazy busy time where all my kids were home I had no sleep and we're just running crazy with younger kids and school age kids and middle schoolers I mean it was just like I don't know what it was I just wanted to go back and I never thought I'd want to go back because I remember being in those days being like, oh, I can't wait till everyone's kind of older and, you know, I just have a minute to myself. And now I have so many minutes to myself. <laughs> I now I'm like, what do I do with my life? And what have I done with my life? Too much time to think. <laughs> Which you don't think about that that's going to be even an issue. It's just been really interesting. And so I've noticed that I'm like, oh, I've kind of been nostalgic about different things. So then the other night as we're like reading scriptures, my husband pulls up two videos that are just precious. One is our kids are maybe in ranges from three to 13 or something and they're listening to this song that our acapella group sang but not when we were in it like because we would go back and so it was like the group that we weren't in and they had this really cool beatboxer and it was like the first time they'd ever just taken someone in their group just for their beatboxing skills and so they had this song that showed it off and it was just a small clip of everybody in our living room just like jamming out to the song. It was so adorable just to see everybody. And then he found this other video and it's of my youngest daughter when she's five, four or five, and she's walking around the house and she's pretending that she's talking to her good friend who they're still friends with. So I've got to send this video to this friend and this friend's mom. And she's just like showing everything about our house. And then Izzy chimes in and tells her she needs to like chocolate milk and just like all these different things. And then it's just so funny because I'm like, hey, what are you doing with my phone? And I didn't even realize she has made this precious memory, you know, on my phone. And we go back and we look at it. Oh, and just listening to her cute little voice. Oh my gosh. I don't know what it was. It was just like so precious. It's just made me like, I don't know if it's like long for those days, but there's just something about that, you know, and how, oh, they grow up so fast and it makes me emotional, but it's like so good. You want your kids to grow up. You're just like. Uh, okay. And then for Christmas this year, kind of going back to this, I'm, you know, I think maybe we do this regularly and especially at like holiday times, you know, we look back, but at Christmas time for our meaningful gift, we found like some old music. So my husband was able to access his hard drive from an old computer that had all this music that we had like ripped and put on our computer so we had the cd of it but then just to be safe we'd like put it all on our computer just in case the cd got like damaged or anything and we had done this with a lot of cds that we'd listened to that were kid cds and then we found this one of the scripture scouts which is like this cute little like retelling of the scriptures by this group of kids who are in a tree house and they have this dog and we've always joked about the scripture scout been trying to find it and we can't find it anywhere. And then we had ripped all these CDs. So we had them. And so we put it on like a private YouTube video. And now our kids can have them for their kids if they want it. So it was just kind of cute to like go back and think of that. And so then you think of also all the fun books that you read. And I just had a neighbor who had a baby and I was like what can I get them that would be fun because it's like their sixth baby and they probably have plenty of clothes and so I was like well maybe they don't have this book and I was like well I don't even have this book like we had gotten it at the library a tons of time so I bought this book for them and then I'm buying one for me called the seven silly eaters I think I've talked to the, about this book before like a few years ago and it's such a cute book And I just love the pictures and it just reminds me of the intense stage of when everybody's little and it's kind of crazy at your house and there's so much activity going on and somehow you make it through. It's just kind of crazy. So why do we do this? Like, why is it a thing? And apparently it is a thing looking back nostalgically. As I was doing a little research, there were a couple different articles I found in a podcast. There's even this woman, maybe there's more experts on it, but at this podcast, she was like, in psychology, that was her, like, concentration was understanding nostalgia. I mean, you don't even realize, like, how many things you can look into. I just thought it was really cool. So as I'm looking back, what does that do for me? What does that do for us? And it was interesting because originally looking back or being nostalgic used to be thought of as like a mental disorder. But now they see it as a like a way that we can cope better, enhances our belonging and connection. It can improve our mood and make life feel more meaningful. And so I'm going to get into that a little deeper, just talk quickly about all those things that it can do for us. So again, nostalgia is something that we sometimes do when we're in a transition time or when we're sad or when maybe something triggers us whether it be a song i've talked about singing before and a smell can bring us back i've had a podcast about that as well or just like when i was watching that movie and so something i'm watching reminds me of like oh That would be fun to go back and to kind of see yourself. It helps us navigate. It's a good coping mechanism. So this article, Why We Long for the Past and the Science Behind It, is it says, It is now believed that nostalgia serves as a coping mechanism that allows us to navigate periods of stress, loneliness, or transition. Additionally, nostalgia seems to play a role in bolstering psychological resilience By revisiting past challenges that we've overcome, we can draw strength and inspiration for dealing with current struggles, instilling in us a sense of hope and optimism. Okay, so I don't know how that relates to me looking back, but maybe it's like, I honestly sometimes look back and sometimes and I'm like amazed by myself. (laughs) Like, wow, how did I even do that? Like, I remember, you know, when you're babysitting, And you're not used to babysitting like younger kids. You're like exhausted by the end of the day. And I'm sure normally that was true too. But like you kind of do get used to like all the action that is required when your kids are small. The other thing I really thought was cool is that it enhances connection and belonging. So research indicates that feeling nostalgic can increase our sense of social support, reduce feelings of loneliness, and even make us more charitable and generous towards others. By reconnecting us with past relationships and experiences, nostalgia strengthens our present social bonds and encourages communal harmony. So in that sense, there was a couple ideas of like, if you're thinking about the past and you like think about a friend that you used to be close with and all of the good times, and maybe you'll try to call them up and like reminisce with them, or you'll reminisce as a family, all the fun things, maybe a trip or just looking back is kind of a way to strengthen your social bonds, which I thought was kind of cool. Okay. Okay. The one thing that was interesting, and this is from this same article, why we long for the past and the science behind it, that it's interesting, we tend to look back at the past with rosy colored glasses. So, and this kind of is a description of what the brain does, okay, and I'm quoting this. In the brain, this process involves selective memory retrieval, a fascinating mechanism where positive memories are more readily accessible than negative ones. This positive bias in recall contributes significantly to feelings of nostalgia. Neurologically, this could be attributed to the brain's reward pathway being triggered when recalling positive memories, reinforcing the experience of nostalgia. So there's a little bit of this rosy retrospection. So in my case, I'm looking back and I'm thinking, oh, I kind of miss all my little kids and their cute little voice. And their fun dancing, and all the fun books we used to read, and all the things we used to do. But then I'm also sort of forgetting oh, my lack of sleep, the poopy diapers, the like tantrums, and all of those things. And I think sometimes, as older parents, when we see these younger parents with their kids, and we do something like, oh, just. Enjoy this time because it goes by so fast. That's sort of where we're coming from, from this like rosy retrospection. You know, you just see these young kids and their cute little thing. And then you forget like, oh, it sometimes can be so long. Those days, they feel so long, right? And I even found this blog post of this woman who was in a state of having like all kind of teenagers and even young adult kids and then had a baby that was a lot younger than all of those kids and then ended up like fostering a baby. And so she was kind of in both of those situations and kind of asking all these older parents, sometimes when you do that, it is also like annoying to these younger parents who are just basically just trying to cope through their day, right? And getting through the day. So maybe don't say, try to enjoy it, (laughs) but maybe say, how can I help you enjoy your present? Like, can I babysit? Are you doing such a great job? Things that could encourage them instead of like, just roll your eyes at them, which I thought was an interesting perspective, because we tend to look back a little bit at the rosiness. And I wonder like, oh, I want to go back and like, see a day in my life. I probably see some of the good things. And then I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I do not miss that. Or like, you know, I don't even know all the many things. But like, potty training, or like all those hard things that you're like, I'm glad I'm through that. So we do have a little bit of rosy retrospectron. but it says that this rosy retrospectron, and this is, I'm quoting this article again, serves a crucial role in shaping our understanding and experiences of nostalgia. While it may introduce a certain level of bias in our memories, it also fosters a positive connection with our past. So in many ways, this rose-tinted view of history helps us navigate present challenges, offers comfort, and even boosts our anticipation of the future. So it's not bad to look back at all the good things. I think that's really good. And it's saying that we can, helps us navigate the present, which is pretty awesome. Okay, So I mentioned kind of two things, a valuable coping mechanism, enhancing connection and belonging. And then there were a couple other ones that were mentioned in this article, surprising reasons you should look back at your past. So one thing was it can improve your mood. So if there are times where you are feeling lonely, or if you've gone through like a death or, you know, a loss of some sort that you can look back. And that can help you start feeling better. And it's even more helpful when we focus on what we have gained from that experience as we're looking back. Okay, so that can help improve your mood. And the other thing was like, it makes life feel more meaningful, again, as you're thinking about the past and all the many things you've gained and how you've grown so much, all the many people you've met. So like, as you're looking back you find all the meaning and experiences that you're gaining. And then I really like this quote from that article. Nostalgia can be especially useful for changing the way we think about hardships from the past. It can help us construct redemption narratives that focus on how we've triumphed over adversity, learned something valuable, or made the best of a bad situation. I mentioned already that it can connect us with others. Also, I listened to this podcast and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But she said it actually could be really nice if like if you get a group together. And I noticed this when I've been at funerals before, like you kind of talk about the person that has just passed and then you have all these common past experiences and, and those kind of like help you feel better in some ways, those coping mechanisms, again, dealing with grief, but that also, as you're doing that, are connecting you with everybody who's there and with those memories as you're looking back. And then I thought this was an interesting thing, that it literally makes us feel warmer. They had like these studies that like had someone who was remembering something from the past and they put their hand in water and they, they felt warmer, So, and this this is a quote from the article, The Surprising Reasons You Should Look Back. And it says, just as sadness and loneliness can trigger nostalgia, so too can physical coldness. Remarkably, participants felt more nostalgic on colder days and in colder rooms. The researchers argue that nostalgia might serve as a homeostatic function, helping to regulate body temperature. And maybe, too, we do this more in the winter. I wonder, as we have a little more time and we're cold, I just think that's interesting that it literally can make us feel warmer as we think about this. And maybe we're thinking about times where it was warmer when we're freezing. So that's just kind of an interesting one. Okay, and then the last one, it makes the future look brighter. Looking back fondly seems to help us look forward optimistically, reminding us that hard times can be good again. So again, you're kind of like looking back, finding meaning, having a little bit of your rosy colored glasses on and showing how you have triumphed over some hard things when maybe you're introduced to new hard things. Or if you're feeling lost and alone and you look back and you see where you've come and that that will pass and you will be okay, right? I just thought those are some cool reasons and why nostalgia can actually be important for us. So then I listened, actually, well, I read the transcripts of this podcast. The title of the podcast is Speaking Psychology and the topic was, Does Nostalgia Have a Psychological Purpose?, so the host was Caitlin Luna and her guest was Dr. Christine Bacho who is a professor of psychology at Lemoyne College in Syracuse New York and she is an expert on nostalgia and develops the nostalgia inventory a survey that assesses proneness to personal nostalgia So like she does all this research on, why people look back or how they look back. And she just had all these different ways and things to talk about nostalgia. Okay, and so I'm just gonna share a couple quotes that I really liked from the podcast. And one of them was this. In a way, nostalgia is like a measurement. It's a way we keep track of things. We monitor progress through life, not just for ourselves, but even for other people to whom we are very attached. And I was thinking about this as like, your kids graduate from high school, or even like, oh, when they graduate from preschool and go on to kindergarten, you're like, how did they get this old? And I remember just like crying when my youngest was like doing her little pre-K graduation and being so happy and so sad. Like, this is my last one, and how is this even possible? So it's like this measurement We looking back and we see how far we've come. And especially I think as a mom, we do that as we see our kids grow up and we're so proud of them and all they accomplish. And then this goes into this next quote, which I really like. It says, nostalgia is bittersweet. Why did it evolve that way? If you take a social evolutional perspective, it would make perfect sense that we would want to revisit our past so that we always learn from it. At the same time, we don't wanna stay there. The sweetness entices us to revisit our past. Once we're there, the bitterness of knowing that actually it no longer exists reminds us that we must return to the present. That makes us want to return to the present. That like bitterness that, you know, like, oh, they're not young anymore. So we got to go forward, right? But that bitter, sweet feeling is so true of nostalgia like i've been noticing like i think about some of these books that we've read and i just like i get emotional sometimes i'm like oh my gosh it's so amazing and i miss maybe reading and sitting down and reading to my kids but also i'm so grateful that they also love reading on their own so yeah it's just kind of this interesting thing that this bitter sweet thing Okay. And then for the, this is the last quote that I liked from this podcast. It said, for the most part, most people, my research shows because nostalgia is a social emotion, it is actually correlated with or associated with healthy coping mechanisms, such as seeking out others when they're having difficulties. We, in fact, when we revisit our memories, we try to remember how other people in our lives solved problems in the past. And then use that as a role model for how we want to solve the problems we're experiencing today. So it's generally healthy to look back. And I thought it was interesting that they used to think it wasn't healthy to look back. But now they're seeing that it is healthy to look back. So maybe this is like kind of a winter thing. And when you're kind of freezing, you're looking back and thinking about summer, (laughs) or some fun vacations you know just to try to help you like get through the day or whatever or you get triggered by smells songs music movies whatever and you just kind of are reminded of a sweet time in your life and there's so many cute benefits like good coping enhances connection improves our mood makes life feel more meaningful connects us literally helping us feel warmer so many cool things So you guys, if you're having times of nostalgia like me, and I don't know too if they did say in this podcast that there are like specific transitional times where people tend to be more nostalgic than others. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's got to be midlife mothers. (laughs) It's got to be me. And they actually said that it was young adults tend to be more nostalgic because they're right in that transition where they're just coming off being a kid. So they've still got kind of one foot in that door. And then they're getting ready to be an adult. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But I also feel like you just have probably periods of time where you just look back or again, like a little trigger that you're like, oh my gosh. And also to like big events, right? Weddings, graduations, all those things are going to make you look back because a lot of times on those like Graduation days or wedding days, you have pictures from their life, and you're like, Look how far you've come. Look what we've done. Look what you've done. And that is the greatest part is that you find meaning as you look back, see what you've accomplished, are amazed by yourself. Sometimes I really am amazed, like, How did I even have five kids? Really? My goodness. Because right now I have two at home, and i remember i mean it's way calmer and way easier and like how did i do that before i would be i'm in the car a lot but wow i would just navigate people going places i'm still quite the driver i should just become a professional like race car driver or something because i've taken people everywhere and i was always like running behind (laughs) So I've become a pretty fast driver. Anyway, I digress. But guys, thanks for listening today. And if you ever have those feelings of nostalgia, there's purpose and meaning in why we do that, which I think is really cool. Okay, talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Have a fun present. Say again. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening.